What's up everybody? You are now tuned into the Soul Dope Podcast And I'm your host, Alex Cherwick What's happening? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's happening everybody? Um, Man, welcome to the show, welcome to the show It's been a couple weeks, if you haven't listened to the last episode um, I was with Michelle Talmadge, we talked about leadership and organizations But today I am going to uh, spare you of a leadership conversation And I'm going to talk about something, um, I don't know what I'm naming this show uh, That's to be determined So whatever it's going to be, it's going to be But I do know that this is going to be about um, the vaccine mandate, y'all Okay, and I, I want to preface this particular show with a lot of stuff. Um, the most important thing is that you guys are tuned in to the Soldo podcast. You have a host, which is me. This is my perspective. This is my lived experience. This is my opinion. Okay, um, today I am going to save you a lot of small talk about information and sciences. Okay, because at this point, in my opinion. It's kind of irrelevant based on the topic that I'm discussing today. Um, you know, we know that there's a lot of information and misinformation about the vaccine going on. Right. I mean, right now we're, we're living in a time where we don't know what's real and we don't even know what's fake. Right. Some people um, think that they do, but we really don't at the end of the day. Right. Um, and there's lots of polarization behind this particular topic. The entire pandemic, man, this has been so politicized. Um, but there's one thing that we all have control over, and that's our own choices. That's our own thoughts. That's our own decisions. Um, we have control over that. OK. What I don't want people to do is get into their heads that just because they feel a certain way that someone else has to feel that way, or just because they took the shot, that means that everybody else should have to take the shot. Right. Um, but now we are in a, um, a pretty interesting place in America when it comes to whether it be corporations or, uh, federal state and local governments that are now starting to mandate the vaccine. And it's pretty, um, it's a pretty interesting thing, but let me preface this. I knew this would happen, right? <laughs> I mean, y'all hear me talk about stuff all the time. And, uh, you know, people call me a conspiracy theorist or whatever. Um, but I'm not a, con this is not, a, it was never a theory. It was always a conspiracy with me. Uh, the things that I concluded was based on the observation, uh, observations and, and mere facts, right? Um, but this is not to, to, to prove anybody wrong. That's not what this particular episode is about. You know, it's about, um, do you do you take the jab or you don't take the jab, you know, and is your job forcing you to take the jab? Now, let's talk about real quick before I go into that, you know, the word force. Let me tell you something. We say it because it's natural. Some people don't understand what they're saying when we say your job is forcing you to take the shot. I think we got to rephrase that just a little bit more and say your job is forcing you to choose whether or not you want to take the shot. Right. Because people act like they don't have choices. You got a choice. I am in a predicament right now where my organization is mandating the shot. Now, they're not forcing me to take the shot. I mean, based on your circumstances, your livelihood, your lifestyle and the money you make and all this, you might feel like it's being forced upon you. But. They're not forcing you to take a shot. They're forcing you to choose to take the shot, which ain't no better, in my opinion. 
But I want to make sure that when we're talking about language and context, we got to really look at this for what it is. Because when people say you're forcing me to take the shot, that means that you don't have a choice. And that's not true. You always, always got a choice. So I, you know, to kind of keep myself on track and just talk about this, because I've been talking about this a lot over the past week. Um, if you follow me on Facebook, you've seen numerous videos of me talking about this uh, directly and indirectly. And, um, you know, we got to make sure we get for me and, and I don't, you don't have to agree or disagree. But for me, it's, you know, looking at the language, I have a choice. Right. They're forcing me to make a choice, a choice that many other people are going to have to make, too. But I'm not being forced. They're not, you know, bringing me in some underground basement and then forcing me to take <laughs> take the vaccination. That's not what's happening. Right. Um, so that gives that's that's my perspective. That's how I take my look on things, because guess what? If I have a choice, that means there's an opportunity somewhere. You hear me? I'm gonna say that again. If there's a choice, that means that there's another opportunity somewhere that you can choose to follow or pursue you hear me so to vax or not to vax what's your choice you know now this has been politicized if i said i says now there's so much information out there and 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 it's not a it's not a um mystery that this is a political agenda right um and and what i'm seeing is it's hard for american citizens to see and really understand that this is a political agenda this is not about saving lives guys this is not about being healthy and all that we america has been crippled with medical issues out the yin yang i mean some pretty serious stuff so for me again this is my perspective and my opinion and what i see with actual observational facts that are in society right now is that this is not about saving lives that's not what this is about it can't possibly be. Now, I would want somebody to write into the show, so dope podcast at gmail.com and prove me wrong. But this is not about saving your life. We got all these moving parts. This is not just a, 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 a black and white, straightforward kind of issue. This is very, very complex because when you open one door, you, 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 you jump out of one window. Basically, I don't know where that came from, but it makes sense in my head. Um, so it is a political agenda. Um, it, this is very obvious, right? You know, we don't know what's true. We don't know what's false. All the information that's going out about the pandemic, about the vaccine, especially, it's crazy right now, right? Now, leaving conspiracy out of this, politics out of this, I think that most people will agree that it's important for that person to have a choice, right? Have a choice. Now, because of this particular mandate, there's going to be a lot of fallout about this, folks. And when I say fallout, I mean, of course, there's going to be anger. There's going to be frustration. There's going to be a, 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 a people be unemployed. There's going to be a lot of that stuff. But I've been mentioning the people all week. And, 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 and some people may think that I'm joking about this uh, because this is not a, a theory. This ain't no conspiracy theory. Again, what I'm about to say is based on facts, is based on history, is based on observation of human behavior and human psychology. You hear me? And I'm making an educated guess i.e. my hypotheses of what the fallout is going to be like. And this is going to be hard for people to hear, but I'm going to say it. We're at a time right now, we, we, we don't know what's going to happen, but a couple of things uh, is very possible right now. Even in the schools, you got the parents getting getting arrested and trespassed about the mask and all kind of crazy stuff. There's something that's going to happen, y'all. And I, I predicted to be two things. One, there's going to be school violence 
um, whether it be in the form of a school shooting or some kind of school terror, right? Or it's going to be workplace violence. And some people say, well, why do you say that, Alex? This is why I say that. Because what's happening now, everything is, 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 is extremely emotional, right? I mean, extreme people are tethered to their jobs. Some people have been doing this for a long time. And now they're faced with a choice to say, well, you know, my livelihood is possibly going to go away. We've seen in history with financial collapses, depressions and stuff like that. People are committing suicide. People are committing violence on others. And they feel like their back is against the wall. So my hypotheses tell me that this is in light. It's coming out into light if we don't get a handle on what's going on with the mandates, how people are feeling and what people are going to do. But I can see it coming. The writing is on the wall. You can mark this episode. I can't remember what it is. 80 episode 80 something. But I see that coming. That's the kind of fallout that I see. Now, if I went into full conspiracy theory mode, as most people want to want me to, you can see a lot of moving pieces that are not directly tied to the vaccine per se. But if you look at things that happen towards the end of Trump's presidency and when you look at our economy and how we flowed into Biden and, you know, the homelessness and the, the, the moratoriums for the rent and all that, all this stuff is going to play a big part as we close out this year. And here's the thing. We don't know what's on the other side of these mandates. Right. We, we have no clue. Here's my thing. If organizations are willing to. Um, lay off people for not getting the vaccine. Right. If the organizations, if organizations are willing to do that. Right. And, and I want to be clear about this. Then that means that this is pretty serious for the organization and it's coming down pretty strong. If they're willing to take that risk. Now, some people say, oh, they just bluffing. They just bluffing. Listen, man, when it comes to politics, when it comes to, to corporate America, when it comes to organizations that run like a bureaucracy, a bureaucracy and, and, and government, if they're willing to take that chance, my, my, my gut feeling and my spirit tells me that they're going to do it. So if you're one of those people that's sitting back saying, no, this ain't going to happen to me, you know, um, uh, my job probably wouldn't make me do this then you better be prepared and, and and be honest. You, If you're saying that right now, you are not prepared for what is to come or what could possibly happen because everybody's affected by it. Me and my wife been talking about the mandatory vaccine since, I don't know, like in the spring of this year, when we hit a year mark, I said, man, we're going to have these vaccinations and eventually they're going to be mandated. Right. So if you're one of those people who's sitting back thinking like, man, you know what? I don't think this is going to happen. Then you are way behind the power curve and you are going to start flailing all over the place. Right. Flailing all over the place because you was not prepared for what's going to happen. So, like I said, back in March, me and my wife, we've been talking, we've been preparing, we've been praying, we've been spiritually and mentally preparing ourselves for what the hell is happening right now. Right. Like I mentioned earlier, my organization is, um, you know, of course, I won't mention them here, but my organization, you know, they put out the mandate. They say, hey, look, you need to take the shot or you're going to be facing uh, some layoff stuff here in the next 30 days or however long it was. Six weeks, it looks like. And I thought to myself, man, this is kind of neat. This is what a time to be alive, because when I got the email, it was like a feeling that came over me that said, OK, it's go time. It's go time now, Alex. 
And I wasn't surprised. I was prepared. That's why my 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 energy and my attitude and the way I was thinking was not like, oh my God, like I can't believe they're doing this. Like, what am I gonna do now? Nope. I said, Yep, it's go time. The first thing I said, I'ma tell you, the first thing I said when I seen that email was Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. God is the greatest. That's the first thing I said when I seen it. Cause we've been preparing for this. Cause we don't know what the future go hold. You don't know what's gonna happen. See, that's what's wrong with people who who that's what's wrong with some people who we get these jobs we get these government sweet little jobs with these nice little salaries and you get your vacation benefits and all this these people think that this stuff is written in stone like nothing could ever happen when i left the military after 14 years man and 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 i didn't get a retirement out of that and i walked out the door and um that taught me a lot about life taking risk um courage and and absolving yourself of all fear that taught me a lot i was in the military 14 years man and, and decided to get out and people thought i was crazy i was like why the hell alex would you leave an organization after 14 years when you got about six or seven more years before you can retire right and the only thing i'm thinking about is like well damn if i die i don't think it's gonna matter if i you know if 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 those six years are on my plate or not I wanted to be happy. I wanted a little more freedom. I wanted a little bit more flexibility. So that taught me a lot. And I'm thinking back, soon, you know, when I saw that memo from my organization, I immediately thought back to everything that I felt, everything that I did, everything that I prayed about during that time of getting out the military after 14 years. I was like, come on. I said, like, come on, it's go time, right? <laughs> it's go time. See, I talk a lot. I really do. I talk a lot and I like people and I love people and I like inspiring people and I like having good conversations with people. But that's not it doesn't end there with me, folks. I'm just not a talker. I'm a doer. So when I'm sitting up here huffing and puffing about I stand on what I stand on, I really mean that. I really mean that. And there's a lot of people who um, who who, you know, are having some troubles with saying they stand on something, saying they believe on it, but they don't have the courage to do it, right? Because when you waver, then you got to ask yourself, do I really believe what I say or think I believe? So I was just talking to somebody today and I said, hey, you know, we got to be careful about the energy that we put out into this world and the things that we're inviting into our lives. If you, you know, there's a lot of people that, that you know, and there's going to be some 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 people who I consider who consider themselves real patriots in this world. And, you know, they say they'll go down on the hill fighting that are going to that are going to um, that are going to, quote unquote, take the vaccination. But a lot of them have some reasons. Some of them are good. Some of them are ridiculous. But I can see them as well taking the shot. Right. So. My point of saying that is that if you've been performative as hell over the past two years or so and talking about what you're going to do, or what you ain't going to do. But when the time comes, you ain't ready for it, then you really need to evaluate your belief system. And I want to make sure that I'm clear that I'm not I'm not ju- I don't, I'm not here judging anyone. Right. But I always told myself, anybody that knows me, that has heard, have had conversations with me, have heard heard me do um, live videos. I tell people all the time I've been telling them that for years is that. You can be on the other side of something in the blink of an eye, just like that. And when you live your life prepared to be able to have to adapt and change like that, 
then you start to lose the fear of what could happen to you. Now, if you are a person out there listening to this right now, your your job has, has mandated you to take the shot and you haven't taken it and you don't want to take it, right? I want you to do a self-evaluation, right? If you are doing it because you feel that it is right and that you feel like, you know, you want your protection, go by all means, go do that. I'm not here to convince anyone to take the shot or not take the shot. I'm just giving you my perspective, what I'm living at this very moment. And it may or may not inspire somebody to do something different, right? Fear, I think I posted on Instagram today, fear is a disease, man. It is killing us. I've talked, I think I did a whole show on this before. But now it's time to, to reevaluate, right? So here's the thing. Uh, I was talking to a coworker probably the week that it that it came out. I think it was like a Tuesday or Monday or something. And I was talking to her and I was telling her, I was like, yo, I'm telling you, the mandatory mandate is coming. Now, it doesn't matter. This person has already had their vaccine. But I was telling the person like, yo, you know, don't believe for a second that our organization is not behind closed doors talking to the lawyers. Right. Pre-gaming, post-gaming, you know, advising, you know, getting advice about this kind of stuff. Y'all don't 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 you ever believe that. And I think that's what some people may have thought in the organization that now nah, this can never happen. You know, we got unions, we got this and that. This ain't right. They're never going to do this. Blah, blah, blah. I said they're behind closed doors and they are ready to pull the trigger. We just ain't got the shots yet. Right. The moment that I saw our governor talking about it, it was inevitable. I was like, this is coming. This is coming. This is coming. And I'm I'm spiritually prepared, mentally prepared for what is about to happen. See, my faith is real, real heavy and deep rooted in God. You don't have to be a religious person to be courageous, right? You don't have to be a religious person to be courageous. But if you are a person, I advise you that you might want to foster some courage because fear will cause you to do some things that um, may make you make some decisions that you got to live with, period, right? So if you took the shot, great. You know what I mean? Like, I know people who've taken the shot, even if they didn't want to. I'm not judging them. I say it was your choice. You had to make the best decision that you can make for you, your family, your loved ones, and that and that. However, if you are trying to stand on something, you're having a hard choice. You can only do what's best for you. You have to make that assessment. Now, the hopelessness of like, get the shot, you know, you got to get the shot in order to survive. That's a bit ridiculous to me, right? But even still, it shows you like, you got to ask yourself when you're getting put in predicaments, what is your value as a person, right? Y'all thought I was just going to get on here and start spitting all this, all this venom about the government and Biden and all this stuff about the, nope, no, 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 nope, can't do that. I'm hoping that I can inspire as well. You got to make an assessment. Do you have the courage to stand on something that you believe in? And I have a lot of good reasons why I don't want to take this vaccination. I got a lot of good reasons. One of them is religious. One of them is uh, from a physical and medical perspective. Right. I won't share all my business out here on um, on the podcast, but I just want to want to give you a a, a, a a synopsis if you would if you you know if you want to think of it that way 
Now, I don't I don't want to pay attention to what's going on all over the you know, you got Australia, you got France, you got all these places that are in turmoil turmoil. Y'all know when I say that. I can't even say the damn word every time I try to say it on the show. But there's a lot of places that are really messed up right now and there's protest and there's you know, there's violence among the people and the police and the people and yada yada yada, right? So they're requiring you to do this. I had to sit back and say, well, I started a business back in February. This has inspired a book in me. I won't give the title yet, but it inspired a book in me that I'm going to write. I promise you that. Inshallah, if God wills it, it's going to come out. And it's inspired by everything that's going on right now. It's an inspiring concept and book because throughout my life, I'm not a special person. I think I've been given special privileges by God. I've been treated well by people. I've treated other people well. I've gotten my provision and my sustenance, but I'm not a special person. Right. If I can say I am willing to walk out of the door of my organization because I don't choose to take this vaccination. Then it says a lot about what I'm willing to stand on and believe in. I'm not saying that people that took the vaccination don't have nothing to stand on and believe in, but faith is a big thing for me. And if you had to make a really tough decision, then you got to really do a self-assessment of where your faith is. Now, here's another thing. There are people, and you may be one of them that are listening here. There are people who, um, <laughs> you know how you got like, like some girls have that girlfriend that just don't want to see them happy because they're not happy, Right. And they say things and they do things to kind of sabotage your happiness. You might be in the best relationship ever and she in a, a pretty shitty one. But she come and bring all her energy to you because she wants you to feel bad and feel like her. There are people like that right now. Like when you when a person sits up in confidence and, and fearless, it's like there are some people I'm, I've experienced it already. There's some people who hate that. They hate that you don't fear this. They hate it. They hate it with their deepest sincerity and their soul that you don't fear any of this. Why? It's because when, when people when people come at me like that with that whole like, well, you have to do it and you should do it. And if you don't do it, this, that and the other. And you don't have to try to convince me, man, I'm rooted in what I'm doing. Just let me make my decision. But to me, it shows a lot about that other person and their level of fear. That's just the conclusion I came to from what my lived experience and my perspective. There are people who hate that, that you are fearless. If you're a fearless one, that you're fearless about this, that you don't care whether you walk out the door, or whether you stay, you know, there's opportunity in the world. See, y'all thought this was going to be about some government bashing stuff, didn't you? But it's not. Now, of course, this is going to affect our daily life. People doing public travel, uh, you know, your daily life, going to the grocery store, all this stuff. Now, I'm going to make this clear. Here's another disclaimer in this show. I am not anti-vax. I'm definitely not anti-mask, right? And I think what's happening is people are really lumping those two things into one, right? To say, just because I choose not to take the vaccine doesn't mean that I'm not willing to wear a mask, Right. I think those are similar, but two separate issues. And I think the media, I think polarization of the politics and what people view as their own um, value values, they, they put them in the same thing. Like, oh, well, you don't want to take the shot. 
and you don't want to mask up. I'm like, nah, put the put the mask on. You don't want, you know, the sciences and all this stuff from excuse me, the science and all this is telling me that the mask actually works. Okay. Instead of having to put this substance in my body, if you want me to wear a mask and wash my hands and social distance, okay, cool. I'll do it. Right? But I'm not taking the shot. Now, I mentioned earlier that it's an agenda. And people say, well, what is that agenda, Alex? What is that agenda? I want you to think really, really hard, y'all. I'm talking about, I need y'all to use your critical thinking skills, right? Critical thinking skills. Why would any organization be willing to lay off a high percentage of their workforce because people choose not to get vaccinated? Why would the mandates create uh, a privacy issue in these organizations where if a person has a let's per se a medical condition that prevents them from doing it they have to disclose you know the way it's set up far as i know they gotta disclose that stuff to their jobs right what if i got hiv and my immune system is um compromised do i i mean should i be disclosing this to my employer the answer is no but according to the way they want you to document this stuff, that is very possible that you're going to have to disclose those medical things. Hopefully your doctor is really good about um, mitigating that and, and what they say on whatever note or process or, or, or letter that they may give you. But this is very possible. There is a privacy issue there. Right. For religious for religious reasons. Easy. Right. But there's something going on and y'all need to understand what it is that's going on. Faith is your freedom. You got to be free from all this stuff, right? Now, they can't, like I said, they can't force you to get it. However, if they can force you to make the choice, and again, this is no judgment. This is my logical, critical thinking and my perspective. If you feel a certain kind of way about what I'm about to say, then that's on you. That's not on me. I'm just giving you my perspective. It may trigger you because you may be one of these people. This may apply to you, basically. Right. But I want to make that clear. I'm not here to judge people because I support people if they want to get it or not. Just don't tell me that I have to do what you have to do. So if they can force you to make that choice to get it, then I believe I believe in my heart and in my spirit that they, whoever your organization is, they can force you to do anything. And why is that? Because of fear, because you fear what your lifestyle could be a, be be like if you didn't have the job, you fear loss of things, right? Mainly money and lifestyle. You fear it, but I always put things in perspective. Guess what? Uh, Denzel Washington said, "You will never go to a funeral and see a, a U-Haul truck um, hitched onto a hearse." You would never see it. So the fact that, you know, if a person got the shot out of pure coercion or whatever, or just pressure, I want you to really think about this going forward. That if any organization can make you do that, they can make you do anything, anything. And groupthink is a hell of a drug, y'all. You hear me? Groupthink is a hell of a drug. And I'm saying that very explicitly. The human psychology of when we did, we talk about groups and we talk about people and we talk about propaganda. See, people don't understand. We don't we don't look at it. And we don't understand history. I always talk about Hitler and the Nazi Party. Right. 
Every propaganda technique that they've used, we using it right now in America and it's working. We studied this stuff from America, right? So remember going forward, don't feel bad about your decision. If you made it, that's not what this is about. But I want you to think really hard because where we where we are right now is life changing stuff, y'all. I mean, it is completely life changing. You hear me? So I want you to think about all that stuff going forward, because guess what? On the other side of all these mandates and and, 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 and the next few months of this year, on the other side of this, there's going to be something. Whether you want to call it the new normal, new world order, new whatever it may be, we don't really know what it is, but there will be something. And that just may be the most concerning part of all this is that we don't know what's on the other side. So if I don't have a vaccine or a vaccine card and I can't go to the grocery store, I can't do that. Imagine if there's thousands of people who are not able to do this. You think, do you really think for a second that people are just going to be chilling not causing the ruckus. Everybody's going to go to their house and lay down like it's cool. Nope. I feel sorry for the airlines and the airports. I feel sorry for the people who greet people at grocery stores and at Walmart. I just feel sorry for them because people are going to lose their shit. I'm telling you. If nothing changes. So the writing's on the wall. I need you to understand what is the potential for it happening, right? I really need you to make that that assessment. So, you know, do I feel that it's right that they're forcing you to make the choice? Absolutely not. Right. You got a, you got a, you had a deputy, a sheriff's deputy in Oregon, um, not sheriff's deputy, a state police officer in, 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 in Oregon. He decided he was going to um, make a video talking about the governor and things that he don't like. And he's not going to do this. He's not going to do that. I mean, he was in uniform and he was in his patrol car. That was kind of silly. But the next day, apparently, he was on administrative leave. Right. And he knew that was going to come and he expected that. So what I'm trying to tell people is that if you are any of those of you who are left who may be listening to this and you're like, should I quit my job or should I not? That's your choice to make. But I'm going to tell you right now, you better figure out how to overcome fear, because guess what? If you fear things like this, you're going to fear everything like it. Let me say that again. If you fear Things like this, you're going to start to fear everything that's like anything that even pops his head up that is like this situation that we're in right now. Me and my wife, we talk, we prepared, we staffed this so much amongst ourselves and we, we prayed about it. And we know that our faith is in our law and that every time we've sought opportunities, we've gotten them. It wasn't always easy. And that's what's wrong with people. They want the easy way out. And again, this is not judging. I'm just saying I can go either way. I'm going to put in for religious exemption for this particular for my organization. And I hope that I get it. But if I don't get it, then I have to walk away. And that they made that choice as an organization, not me. I would hope that they give me a religious exemption. But if not, I'm prepared to walk out the door. There's a lot of people who are not prepared to walk out the door. I got a business that I can't efficiently run full time because I got a full time job, of course. But there's opportunities out there for everybody. Some people are made to just work for an organization. I heard somebody say job means um, just over broke or 
um, something about boss, but this is not judgment. It's just saying like some people are built to work for organization like this, right? Get your steady paycheck, do this, do that, you know, and, and that's it. I asked myself, could I be doing the work that I'm doing at 50 years old? And I said, I don't know if I can do it. I love my job. I love what I do. I have a lot of influence, but I'm telling y'all, if y'all ain't thinking outside the box, there may be people who you love at your job, who you care about, who you may think care about you. But let me tell you something. When the machine starts to move and it starts getting, you know, the wheels start turning. When that starts to happen, folks, listen to me. You are expendable. I need you to understand that you're expendable. So even if my job laid me off, I know they're going to replace me. So there's hope for them. It's not going to be easy. You know, having to go through the process of hiring people and training people and all that. But they know that the machine works a certain way that is going to is going to work. So at the end of the day, I can't focus on the things that I do not have control over. And you can't either. You got to focus on what the hell you have control over. I have control over my thoughts, my actions, my behaviors. I know that if I got laid off, I got to go find a job, maybe, or I'll just work for myself. Take all this out the equation, right? So I have options. The reason why I'm saying that is because you want options. Stop going through your life thinking that, oh, you know, I got this sweet job. You know what I'm saying? This, this good government job and they're going to give me, uh, you know, my retirement when I'm 65, which in, a, you know, in 10 years, they're probably going to up that to 75 and they're going to keep moving the goalposts. So if you live in your life, you know, when I left the military after 14 years, that's when I stopped thinking about retirement. Literally. Why? Because I had six or seven years yet left to get a real retirement from the military and I didn't go that far. And I realized like how fragile everything is in the world. You think you think you're going to have this. You may be living in your 50s in the job that you got right now. Then you might get sick. Had a wake up call this year. Um, very saddened by it. You know, we lost a co-worker. That, you know, he's. Gave a lot of service to the community. I mean, a lot. But it was a stark reminder that, you know, he he lived. He was a great man, great man. And he loved he was ready for retirement. That's why I say we don't know what's in front of us. He was ready for retirement and we were all happy for that person. And within, I don't know, 30, 40 days of retiring, he was he was dead. And that was so sad, but it was like a, a, it was like, it was such a grave reminder for me that man, life is too short. Life is too short, y'all. You go, I, I went and called the 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 people to the, the, the my, where my retirement is through, and they going through all this stuff, running the numbers, and then you know if you're 65 and this, I say, lady, look, lady, I don't know if I'm gonna be alive at 65. What the hell you want me to do? I'm not about to, uh, uh-uh. uh. I ain't got time to be worried about that. I see you every year. I'll call you and I'll check on and see how much money this thing done made. If I ever have to leave this job. None of this stuff is guaranteed, man. I know y'all thought y'all was going to come on here and y'all was going to hear me bash my organization. Y'all was going to hear me bash the government and the president. I'm not doing that because guess what? They have a choice. They run their organization. And here's the thing. This is my perspective. This is my this is my mindset. My organization doesn't owe me anything, right? They don't owe me anything. The one thing that I've learned to walk in 
is knowing that life is so fragile and things change so much that I am not entitled to anything, anything. But when the opportunity comes and I have the opportunity to seize the opportunity, I got to seize the opportunity. These organizations don't owe y'all nothing, even if you sign the contract, because you got to understand the facts of life. You got to understand the facts of life and death and dark and light. You got to understand all that stuff. But we spend a lot. You know, I, I work pretty hard at my job. I think I'm really good at it. You know, I think I'm really good at it. And I, I spend a lot of time doing it. But at the end of the day, you got to know your value. You got to know what you're worth. You got to know what you want in your life. You got to know that what you believe is sound and very foundational to your very being. And what we're having, we're in a crisis. I believe that we're in a spiritual crisis. And it's starting, it's starting to bring out a lot of discrepancies in this pandemic. When I, when I talk about spiritual, uh, what do you call it? Spiritual crisis or spiritual discrepancies. Because for the longest people been living this life or living a life where they have never sat down in a quiet spot. They have never thought about what if I die today? What if I don't make it to the end of the week? What's going to happen with to the people behind me? Or what's going to happen to what I'm doing right now? It all goes away. We're so distracted by our lifestyles, by the social media, by, you know, what I'm saying beef and drama with everybody. And to what the government is telling us that we don't have time to see who we really are and what our value is. For a lot of people, their value is worth way more than what any organization can put a price tag on. In my opinion, people struggle. Fear is the disease. Fear will cause you to break down and not even think about all your talents, your skills and your abilities and the endless, the endless possibilities that are out there. It will cause you to shut down. I believe in God. The sustainer, the creator of the entire universe. That if I get up and I work and I get up and my mindset is right and I'm trying to take care of myself mentally, spiritually, physically then the God and the creator of the universe is going to put some opportunity out there. This has been proven in my life. I don't know about y'all, but it's been proven in my life over and over and over and over again. Allahu Akbar. But when you don't have that sense of faith, folks, when you don't have that sense of faith, when you ain't got that faith in nothing and all you do is till the back and forth between what's going on at work, what's the next social thing that's going on and social media and all this crap and pleasing other people and this, that and the other. And, you know, what's going to happen to my car and my house? Guess what? You're never going to feel the freedom, the spiritual freedom that you really need, the peace. And you will never be able to identify, like I said, your skills, your talents, your abilities. You're never going to be able to do that because you're wrapped up in this world. Everything that this world offers, you grabbing it. I said in the, in the Facebook post, uh, Instagram post the other day, that you're fooling yourself. You think that all this stuff you're going to keep. This life is so risky, y'all. That you ain't going to make it out alive. And people say, why do you always talk about fear and death? Because that fear and death, when you contemplate it, right? When you contemplate those two things, fear and death or fear of death, whether it be death in your life or death of your job or death of your kids or whatever. When you really sit down and contemplate that 
and understand where you fit in this equation, boom, you're going to have liberation. I'm telling you, it's something it's something that I can't really explain and describe to people who don't understand how to get there or don't understand or never felt it before. It's hard. So we put our faith in God. We keep it moving. I know y'all thinking, why this dude over here teaching the sermon? But there was a lot of stuff going on. And I don't want to hold y'all too long. Right. And I had notes and all that stuff. Um, but to kind of wrap this up and, and, and say that, you know, do I think it's wrong that people are forcing you to make a choice? Again, they're not forcing me to do anything because they're just forcing me to make a choice. They're not forcing me to take the vaccine. In my opinion, they're not tying me down. They're not putting me in jail yet. <laughs> right. But I have to make a choice. And I am going to have to make the choice that best suits me, my wife, my family, my livelihood, whatever. And you have to make your choice. So regardless of if you think the 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 the, the vaccination is BS or whether you think it's a, a hoax or whatever, it don't matter what you think. We have met a pivotal stage in this pandemic with the mandates on jobs that, look, you should have that individual choice. You can, you know, you can do what you want to do. In the news right now, you see Texas passed abortion law and, I, and people ask me about abortion. No, I am not a fan of abortion. However, I know for a fact that I can't change the rules. Right. I don't make the rules for the for them. And essentially, I can't stop the procedure. And if I know that I believe in the God that I say I believe in, everybody has to answer for their own behaviors, for their own actions, right, for their own thoughts, for the things and how they treated people. If I believe in that, I know that I have no control over those those people's lives who wants to get an abortion, period. So I'm not about to get into an argument and polarization like, so why don't you? Don't ask me nothing about why. Just know that, no, I'm not a fan of it, but I'm not going to intervene with somebody that's outside of my family. Right. Because here's what you get. You get you do what you get is some of that domestic terrorism when you get people that say, you know what? I believe in this so much. I'm going to go kill a bunch of people at a fertility at a, at a, at a Planned Parenthood abortion clinic to get my point across. It's not that serious for me. It's a serious issue, but it's not serious enough for me to go out and say, oh, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, go kill some people because they want to get an abortion. Allahu Akbar. You have to have the faith that God is in control of every single thing on this planet and in this universe. That's what I rely on. That's why I move the way I move. And I have to be very, very clear. I didn't do this show to judge anybody because there are people that I love and people that I support that had struggles whether or not they wanted to take the vaccine and they did it. And I seriously was like, okay, I'm happy that you made the decision for you. Long as you feel good about making that decision for you and you feel like what you did is enough for you to feel okay about that, whether it be your lifestyle, your livelihood, your job, whatever it may be. I just hope that, you know, I'm happy that you made the decision that you felt was right for you. And we leave it at that. Not for people to come out the woodwork, start talking about, so why you ain't got the vaccine? Blah, 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 blah. Again, this is not a whole bunch of misinformation, information, and, 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 and misguidance on this show today. I'm not getting into all that crap. But you have a choice. The time, not, you know, there are people who are totally against capitalism. And they're the ones who are taking the shots, even though there's something deep down inside of them that says, I don't really want to take this. 
Find opportunities for yourself, man. Start a business. Do something. Get a side hustle. You know, figure out what your talents and your skills are because when you know, here's the thing. I promise y'all, I'm going to try to wrap it up. If you can identify your skills and your talents and what your value actually is, there's no stopping. There is no fear. There is no putting you in a box to scare you to take a vaccination because they want to pay you a check every first and 15. There's no fear of losing your health insurance. You understand me? There's no fear of the big machine. When you know what your value is, you can walk away and say, you know what? I got enough skills, abilities and talents and value. I'm worth something. I can go do this. Y'all heard me talk about confidence. Ain't no time to be humble in your life. When you identify who you are, none of this stuff even breaks the surface of your spirit. None of it breaks your spirit. None of it. But you got to be also. You also got to be uh, um, what do you call it? Logical and know that things are not going to be easy just because you say, oh, yeah, I got all this faith. I'm so confident. That don't mean that you ain't going to be tested. I've lived through this stuff. I've had to make some tough decisions. That essentially to me is like life and death, light and darkness. Now, the business that I own don't make me a lot of money. Hell, I'm not making a profit right now. I'm not. But that doesn't mean that I say, oh, if I lost my job, I would look at it as an opportunity like, wow, well, I can probably work seven days a week, six days a week, five days a week on this on my business and try to make more money to survive for myself. What I do as a profession, I love it. And I have a, I have a, a, a immense respect for the people that I do to work with and the community that I serve. I really believe that. And I love the job. But we're faced with some hard times, y'all. We faced with hard times. So to wrap this up, if you one of the ones that's been bucking and 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 talking about what you ain't gonna do and this that and the other stop do an evaluation understand that what you are doing is performative if you're not willing to stand on what it is that you believe and what it is that you are saying if you really don't believe that when the time comes for you to make that leap or you to make that hard decision or live with that stop talking about it please just just stop I told y'all, I like to have conversation. I've had people, friends, you know, even some family members ask me, so what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? Let me cover this lastly. I promise y'all I'm out. I keep saying I'm going to close this show out. But one of the things that I absolutely hate, I think I talked about this on the Facebook and an Instagram live video. One of the things that I absolutely hate is when people find out that you're not going to take the vaccine and that I'm in jeopardy of losing my job. Don't ask me where am I going to go or what I'm going to do. Please don't ask me that. I don't know who's listening, but that's one of the things that I absolutely hate. When someone asks me, where are you going to go and what are you going to do? What do you mean? Where am I going to go? What am I going to do? I'm not going to sit in my house and mope around and pretend that, oh, my God, my dream job just went over. This is and be all depressed. My body can't handle that. My spirit can't handle that. What do you mean? Where am I going to go? I'm going to go. I'm going to try to work my business. I'm going to find other opportunities. I'm going to have the right mindset. I'm going to practice my faith. 
in Islam. I'm going to believe in Allah, the almighty creator and sustainer who has always sustained me through these decisions. What do you mean? What am I going to do? What do you mean? What am I going to do? Where am I going to go? The opportunity. Things are endless, y'all. Y'all got to understand the potential that you have as people. The opportunities are endless, man. But the fear will keep you in that box. And some of y'all, unfortunately, some people who are trapped in that box will understand that just because you may have made a decision out of fear now that nothing else is going to ever come up again. You are sadly and badly mistaken. I'm sorry to tell you that because if it's one thing, it's going to be another thing and it's going to continue and it's going to continue and it's going to snowball. It's going to always be something. So you either make the decision and look, I'm going to always make a decision out of fear or you're going to say, you know what? I'm going to make a decision and stand on what I feel is really best for me, regardless of what's going to happen, because what I have faith. But you can't make any of these decisions without faith. You can't do it. You can't have one foot in a decision and one foot out for long. Eventually, one foot on the cliff and one foot off, you got to either step back onto that cliff or you got to jump off that cliff. Usually, you got to jump off the cliff. You got to figure it out. Faith is your freedom. 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 I'm trying to inspire somebody, y'all. I'm really I, I'm really hoping to inspire whoever's listening to this right now that may be going through what I'm going through and what many, 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 many others are going through. Think about it. Sit in a quiet place. You know, I got this thing. My philosophy is I try to think about the things that I want, not the things that I don't want. Right. I don't want to be fearful. I don't want to be lazy. Right. I don't want to be put in a box. I don't want to be forced to do anything. That's what I don't want. But instead, I got to focus on, you know what? I want freedom. I want flexibility. I want to work my business. I want to make money sustain me and my family. I want to be successful. How am I going to be successful? I want to do this. I want to do that. This is what I want in my life, not about the things that I don't want, because now I have a tendency to focus on these things that I do not want. So right now, if I had a simple one, I'd be like, you know what? I want provision. I want sustenance. <clears throat> but even if that, you're, I'm right now, I'm faced with at what cost? What cost for me? What cost for my family? My wife, she got her notice, her mandate. The week after me, we went on vacation. It was lovely. We got to spend six days in a place that was really quiet. Nobody bothered us. We prayed. We, we, we got closer to each other. We got closer to Allah. It was a great time. It was preparing us for even more spiritual battles that we are here to face with. My wife is awesome. She supports me 100%. I support her 100%. We knew this was coming. And we can't say we didn't have a choice. We have a choice. We have a choice to be fearless and release ourselves from the bondage. We're creative people. I'm writing books. She writing books. I got a business. She wants to start her own business. Guys, the opportunity is there. Stop thinking that, you know, I'm just this lowly person that wakes up every morning and uh, I clock in and I clock out. I know some people right now that at some point in their lives, they were, or at one point in their lives, they were 
energetic. They were creative. They were optimistic. They had goals and talents and abilities to do creative things. And then they got their current job and it sucked the soul out of their talents. It sucked the soul out of their creativity. You understand me? That they never went back to it again because they was getting a check every two weeks. They was getting all the benefits of vacation and and, and, and um, what's that stuff called? Uh, health insurance, right? They was getting all that stuff and it made them comfortable. An analogy I like to use is this. If I put you in the middle of the Amazon jungle or whatever, safari, whatever it may be, I put you in the middle of the jungle with no food, no water, no shelter. And I put you in the middle of the jungle. Your natural instinct, right? Your natural instinct is going to say, I need to survive this. I need to find food. I need to find a water source and I need to get some shelter. You ever seen that naked and afraid show? Kind of like that, right? So your natural instinct, what we say uh, Islamically, your fitra, your natural state is going to innately make you want to survive. It's going to make you find that food. You're going to find something to eat. Believe me, believe it or not. Nine times out of 10, you probably won't starve if you're actively looking. But if you just lay down and say, you know what? This sucks. I'm in the middle of the damn Amazon forest and uh, I'm going to die here. If you don't give yourself a fighting chance and actually go and do some work, then that's what you're going to do. You're going to die. But then if you turn the other, if you turn the other, turn the table and say, look, I'm going to put you in the Amazon forest. I'm going to give you this really nice resort, this hotel. You're going to have chefs. You're going to have all the food you want, all the drink you want, all the warmth you want, all the comfortable things of life you can have right here. Then your response, either flight or fight is gone. All you want to do is be lazy and be comfortable. That is the equivalent to some people, not everybody. That is the equivalent to some people on their on their current jobs right now. They're at the resort. Everything is provided to them. But if a storm comes through the Amazon and wipes out that resort, takes away some of their food stores, now they're falling apart. They're falling apart. They don't know what to do. They're flailing all over the place. There's calamity all around them. They don't know what to do because they're not fight. They, they don't understand that they, they may have to go out and look for food and shelter one day. You always got to keep that in the back of your mind. Right. You put a lion in the jungle, he going to hunt. You put him in a cage and come feed him, you know, damn steak and, 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 and shrimp all day. Then he ain't he chilling. You actually take you're making him real docile. You're making him. When he go back into nature, at first, it's going to be tough for him. But once his innate, his I mean, not his innate, his, his natural state of being starts to say, wait a minute, I got to survive. I got to go kill some shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As a human, you have those same instincts. You have, you've been wired the same way. So all I'm, I'm saying is because I want people to think about this. Y'all are not about to live forever. Some of y'all got goals, some of y'all got dreams, and y'all letting this pandemic turn everything that you ever wanted in your life away from the current career that you have down, putting it in a box, you know, dimming the light of it. This is not the time to do that. You got to seek the opportunity. You got to go with what's in your gut, what's in your spirit. But most of all, you got to have faith. If you don't have no faith, you cannot 
I repeat, you cannot pursue any of your talents, your skills and your abilities. And without faith, you cannot exercise anything that's going to uh, uh, allow you to project your value into the world that's going to bring you fruit. You can't do it without faith, folks. Y'all thought I was going to come up in here and start talking all this crazy stuff about conspiracy theories and what people are saying about the vaccine and what the vaccine is not. And guess what? I haven't mentioned Dr. Fauci. I haven't mentioned Bill Gates. I haven't mentioned Joe Biden. I mean, I did, but I didn't say anything derogatory about these people. I didn't even give you my my uh, you know what I've I didn't give you my own uh, personal research of what I've done in the fast scene and brought me to a lot of my conclusions. Uh-uh. There's no time for that because people are going to differ. I'm here to say this piece about if you are being forced to take a vaccination because of your job. Make the decision that's right for you. I don't think that it's right that they're forcing you to make that choice. But damn it, you can't control what they do. You can only control what you do. Get up, do something, have faith. Understand that 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 you ain't got to be religious to be courageous. But you better damn sure figure out a way to foster you some uh, some some courage and some balance and some faith. Because if you don't have that, everything that your organization, everything that the federal government, everything that the media, everything that your 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 down badass friends, everything that they tell you and show you, you are going to cling to it. From these days forward, I want you to think about what you want, not what you don't want. Life is amazing. It's a journey, folks. And you got to keep your head on the right swivel and you got to be adaptable. I think what was the quote about it's not the strongest or the smartest who survive, but it is the ones who are most adaptable to change or something like that. I can't. Was that Darwin or something? I can't remember. But I is a quote that always stuck with me. We're in hard times. I'm wishing everybody the best, um, you know, praying for resolution in everybody's hearts and homes. And understand that death. Is not far away from any of us. And that if you cling into this world, you got to understand that these are perishable items, even your own soul or even your own body. You have to leave. Figure out a way to find that faith. You got to jump. You got to stand on what's foundational to you. And you have to have the faith to believe that you're going to come out of it. You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. <laughs> you hear me? Like my dad told me, you're going to be all right. I talked to him. The only consultation he says, don't back yourself into a wall, but you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Allahu Akbar. God is the greatest. The greatest. When you think about the workings of the universe and the operations of the universe and all the planets, all the galaxies, all this stuff, stars, moons, and, and, and everything that you can think of, what we're dealing with, our problems are so insignificant in comparison with that. Spread your wings. Jump off that cliff. Allow God to give you the wind that needs to be underneath your wings. And I promise you, I promise you it's going to work out. I think I did a good job today not being, <laughs> not being overly political, man. Um, so anyways, um, thank you all for listening. Um, go back and listen to the last episode about leadership. There are many other episodes. I think I'm on episode 80 something. I really don't know. I don't know what I'm going to name this, but thank y'all for listening around the world. Um, I want y'all to be safe. 
um, you know, love somebody. I had a saying, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Now y'all gonna make me open it up. I I, I had a, I, I, I had a, I had something that I will always say and read that I wrote. Um, let me see if I can find it. I always had this saying, excuse me for my, my pause in here, but I always had this saying that I would do after every show and I haven't done it in, excuse me, a really, really, really long time. So let's see, let's see where it's at. Let me see. I'm going to read this because I think it's, a t- it's time for me to bring this. Uh, it's time for me to bring this. Uh, damn, where is it at? It's time for me to bring this back. Okay. And I want to end on a positive note. That's why I wrote this. And I wanted to end my show with this all the time, but I just stopped doing it. Anyways, love is real. Find a way to foster unity and love everywhere you are. Don't be afraid to speak up when you see injustice and despair. Seek to find true balance and don't just stay in your box talking to people who will only validate what you feel and what you believe. To grow, we must challenge ourselves. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to this episode of the Soul Dope Podcast. Peace.